When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, yeah. Talking to me? And welcome to another episode of Look Who's Talking Aria to You. My name is Ben Vanell, and I'm sitting very far away from my friend Adam Knox. I'm having to sit over the other side of the room <laughs> to use a charger on my phone yes. to read through this recap of Game of Thrones that we use as a reference point. Mm. Uh, if someone else has already taken the notes, yes. why would... You take your own notes. Yes, and I think you know our style is we just kind of go off the top of the dome, instinctive reactions. I want to get the gut, the raw shit. Mm. I want to eat raw shit like <laughs> Sam had to. Yeah, in this episode. Yeah, I um I have trouble sort of following quick cuts in sort of montages, so it all kind of blended together and. I think I saw him eating shit. He eats shit. Yeah. No, he spoons out some stuff that looks like shit. I don't even think he eats in that montage. Yeah, I think you're right. He just stands out and, and cleans and pu- puts books. Yep. <laughs> That's all he does. He's putting books. We'll get to that. Um, um, what's this episode called? Dragon's Tone. Oh. Yeah. They're trying to tone police this dragon. <laughs> uh, he's too he's too, he's too raw for them. You're being a little <laughs> bit fiery over there. Yeah, okay. Don't tone yeah. police He's got a hot, hot temper. That dragon is angry. <laughs> um, yeah, Dragonstone. Yes. Uh, which we will get to at the end of this one. Yeah. In a very cool ending, I think. Yes, I, I thought like it was cool. The ending. There's bits and pieces of this episode that are some of the dumbest dog shit. <laughs> That has happened in this show so far. Yes, there is. Uh, that was my takeaway from this episode was like, this is no longer a political drama dressed up in swords and, and cloaks. Mm. This is a epic in the, you know, in every sense of the word. Yeah, this season definitely ramps up the big Lord of the Rings bullshit fantasy yes. aspect of this show, Yeah, which is fine for some of it. But um, the uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to the bit, bits and pieces. Just a reminder as well: we're not doing the sealed section anymore. Yeah, everything. F- watch all of season seven, basically, because we might reference it. But <laughs> I might just fucking <laughs> throw up and die before uh, that happens. No, uh, the um. You could say it's open slather. I don't necessarily remember all of season seven at this point. <laughs> oh, bless oh, you! Sake. I don't necessarily remember all of season seven at this point, mm-hmm. so we'll be referencing it at times. Yeah, maybe, yeah, but yeah. What? It, there's seven episodes of it as well, so you can watch that before totally. listening to these. But see what section's gone. All spoilers. Full steam ahead. Yes. We're coming towards the back end here. That's it. <laughs> and I love 
coming towards the back end. Well, you're certainly full steam ahead when you're doing that. If you don't understand what I'm saying, I mean having an orgasm <laughs> and ejaculating onto an ass <laughs> is what I'm talking about. I didn't. Thank you for <laughs> clarifying. <laughs> Speaking of ejaculating, mm-hmm. Walter Frey begins this episode by ejaculating, but the other type, where you yell, you kind of say something quickly. <laughs> right. You know how in like older books they always say like Sherlock Holmes ejaculated <laughs> and ruined the crime scene. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it opens with Walter Frey, and for a second you're like, oh, some motherfucking flashback. Yes, I, that is exactly what I thought the first time this this episode aired. Yeah, because yeah, it's a cold open too. Yes, uh, which what? I think the last. Season six started with a cold open of something. I don't remember what. Yeah, I think you're right. I do. Uh, yes, I think so. It's hard to remember. What would it have been? I don't know. If only there was some sort of recorded podcast that we could go back and yep. check the tape on. I mean, maybe if we'd taken notes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, while the fray, yeah, is addressing all the all the phrase there, they're having another feast, and he's mm. like. I bet you didn't think grumpy old Walder would give you another feast in two weeks. Yeah. Well, in a fortnight. He does say a fortnight. Well, and then, but- he, then, then he flusses. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you didn't think old Walder would give you two feasts in an Apex Legends. <laughs> well, he didn't. Because this ain't Walder. Mm, and this ain't a feast. This ain't... Spider-Man. No. This is the porn version of Spider-Man. <laughs> this ain't Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're having another thing and Walter's like, I just thought I'd celebrate us. We killed the the people at the Red Wedding. Mm-hmm. It's the anniversary of that or some shit. So, congratulations again for killing a pregnant lady. Yes. Slitting a mother's throat and fucking killing people when you invited them into their own home. And they're all like... Hooray! Yeah, they're all drinking their wine, and <laughs> yeah. ah, Walter very obviously doesn't drink the wine, yes. and yes. that's when you're like, "Oh, right, she can wear the masks." Yeah, and then she turns green and crazy, <laughs> starts doing cartoon shit, shooting them with Tommy guns and all that stuff. <laughs> yes, uh, and then she's like, "Not you! I'm not wasting good wine on a woman," mm-hmm. and all this shit. So and anyway, Arya fucking kills the whole room. It's yeah. Arya. It's all the phrase, as far as we know. Like he specific, well, she he specifically said, "I've gathered all of the phrase that are worth a damn yeah. here, and I have massacred them all." It's very impressive from Arya. It's also so that the thought I couldn't help. Your watch is doing the thing my watch was doing. I've caught the Nox disease. <laughs> so that what that you can turn it off. Oh, the race to speak off? thing. You've got to go into settings and shit. It'll take ages. Okay. Just leave your left arm motionless for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> All right. For God's sake. <laughs> Stop doing what you were doing with that arm. Uh that Arya, she yeah, she has successfully killed Walder Frey in a very mm-hmm. dramatic fashion. Yes. She's now killed every other main Frey yep. in another equally dramatic way. Mm. And I couldn't help feeling like she hadn't earned, despite the two seasons of the assassin training shit, right. it didn't convey effectively that she was this good at killing yeah. and mask wearing and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. I didn't think about it at the time because I was just caught up in how fun it was. Yeah. Um, I think I think you could have had all of her training happen off screen and it would have been more effective. Totally. Like if she had just popped back up again. Return of the Jedi. Yes. That's like you are told it's been a couple years and Luke's been training. Yeah, if she turns up on the doorstep of the House of Black and White, Jack and Hagar opens the door, cut, yeah. that's the end of that. 
plotline until she comes back to Westeros. Totally. If if she hadn't have been in season five, yes, it might have been more effective. <laughs> yeah. than that whole storyline. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and that is kind of what I guess you have to mental gymnastics do is go. Uh, well, she did a bunch of training that we didn't see. Yeah. Because she's uh, an incredible impressionist. Yes. She is the absolute uh, Mike she's, Myers she's of her the, day. I was going to say the Dana Carvey of her day. Oh. Yes. Well, I guess Mike Myers is doing a Dana Carvey impression, basically, <laughs> with his career. Yes. So a better impressionist, if yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it doesn't bother me that much. Mm. It's just something that after analysing those sort of four and five seasons. Yeah. Uh, it it bothers me a little bit. I think that's fair. Six. Yeah, I think that's a fair criticism. I think it just wraps into that what I said before of like the vibe of this season has changed, and you right. kind of accept some of these over the top cinematic epic moments because we're in a new world now. Kind totally. Of. Yeah. And the setup for this season, and it is a big break from the other stuff. Is Arya's a crazy hitman? Mm-hmm. John is just accepted as the king. Yep. Uh, Daenerys is basically the same. That's all fine. Yeah, Cersei's fucking super evil. Like, all of these characters have become more, um, not stereotypical isn't the word, but more exaggerated... Cartoonish, yeah. almost not not uh, to the the negativity that that um, implies, no. but more caricaturish. Maybe, and I don't feel like this season contains the stuff that previous seasons did, mm-hmm. where a character would do something you totally didn't expect, but you like that fits with who they are. Yes, yeah, that stuff doesn't really happen from here. Yeah, I think that's fair as well. Everything is kind of clockwork. Yes, from here. And sometimes a dumb clock. <laughs> yeah, a cuckoo clock where you're like, oh, that was annoying. I wish it would just tell me the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think the Cersei scene, I think there's only one scene, right? Uh, kind of like one longish one. Yeah, that was when I sort of clocked like, oh, this is what this show is now. This is almost Disney evil queen villain stuff. And it's and I like and it's because it's different writers literally mm. now. Like they're not following the George Martin stuff. Mm-hmm. They are doing their own thing. And so yeah, the tone of it does change pretty massively for yes. the season. Yeah. I think for the negative. I think so. But yeah. more for the different, I guess. I, I don't know. Mm. Like we'll get we'll, we'll we'll talk about it more in specifics when we do the thing. But yeah, yeah Arya basically we're one scene into the episode. Yeah, <laughs> Arya um, kills everybody. Yep. And I guess House Frey is gone. Yeah, it's just gone. So in the sort of recap thing that I'm looking at here, apparently she's going through the woods next, but I don't think that is what happens next. I can't remember. No, I'm pretty sure this brand stuff happens next. Right, okay. Yeah, it does. There's that sort of all the army of the dead's walking towards the camera. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Brand's having that vision and it's yeah, the Night King, they got a zombie giant, blah blah blah. So the I think like the pluses from this shift in tone mm. is they go all out in scenes like that. Yeah. Where it's a wall of of snow and fog and Gradually, step by step, this army comes out of it. Looks great. Uh, much like the Lord of the Rings, they replace the writing with a bunch of CGI <laughs> yeah. in a lot of this series yeah. from here. But yeah. um, yeah, Night King, Army of the Dead, da da da. And then he's like, wakes up. <laughs> I had a dream and none of you were there. So mm. I won't tell you about it. Well, maybe I was there. I was there. Oh. <laughs> uh, they're at the wall. Yes. Mira and Bran are at the wall. 
fucking Ed comes. Ned, Ed, Ed, Ed comes out and he's Do- like Dolores Ed, <laughs> according to this uh, <laughs> That's right. recap. Yeah, so Dolores <laughs> comes out and um, he's like, "You fucking you wildlings." Yeah. And they're like, no. This is fucking Brandon Stark. Also, aren't we friends with the wildlings now anyway? Come on. Yeah. That's, well, he, he's, he's not like, you fucking wildlings. He's like, are, are you guys wildlings? <laughs> I guess he is. He does yeah. say it more friendly than they would have. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't say it with an arrow to the face that's like they might have back in the day. But um, she's like, no, it's Brandon Stark. He's like, how do I know that? And Brand like, tells him, here's some stuff about you. You were at the Fist of the First Men. You were at Hard Home. Mm-hmm. Does not prove that he's brand. No, it just proves he's like a wizard. Yeah, and he's like, let this creepy boy in. <laughs> yeah. Let him through. So they're there. They're south of the wall finally. Mm. They've come back. Yep. They're home. Yep. Almost. Uh then I believe we go to uh Jon Snow. Yes. Uh he's king now. They're mm. in that hall again. It must be a different day, a different meeting. Because mm. Davos is like sitting at the table now. Yes. Rather than with the people. And there's a couple of people we haven't seen yet yeah. there. And they're all having a big meeting about like... Wait, this is happening at Castle Black. N- no, this is oh, happening this is at Winterfell. Winterfell, yeah. Yes, that's why Bran is not there. <laughs> no, it's a different yeah. city. Yes. Um, I just got confused because Jon was doing the same meetings at Castle Black. He was there for a very long time and now yeah. he's doing... I tell you what, you feel like you got your ch- you move city, you change job, yep. and it's all still the same old routine. I've got a little phrase that I came up for that called "same shit, different day." Oh, oh, <laughs> oh that's made me fucking happy. And I'm sorry, a pardon my French. But I am, no, I like that it's a bit edgy. <laughs> all right, okay. I like that it free it puts you on your back foot. You're a bit of cut through. You kind of remember it more. Cut through the bullshit. <laughs> That's it. Um, Thank you for censoring yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're having a big meeting about what to do now. John's saying like, "All right, we got to train everybody to fight. Yeah, men and women, boys and girls. Everybody's picking up a fucking sword, and if not a sword, then a shovel, and they're mining dragon glass. We got to find dragon glass. Yeah, uh, we got to use everyone. So the Umbers and the Carstarks. Yeah, they were fucking." They were shitty. Yes. But their dads were shitty. They're dead now. We'll, we'll take in the younger ones. And Sansa gives a little, not a speech, but just is like, hey, hey, brother, what, maybe um, we should give those castles that they would have, uh, you know, been running for us to some loyal families. And then a lot of people are like, oh, yes, loyal families. Yeah. I was loyal. I'd love a castle. Maybe she has got a point there. And she's standing her ground about it. They yeah. have a fight in front of everybody. Yeah. They have like a pretty heated disagreement. And John's like, look, I'm not going to blame the sins of someone else on their families. That's not the dumb thing. <laughs> you avoided the word father. I, I don't want to be a cliche. Okay. It's same shit, different day for well, me. I've come up with something called sins of the father. Oh, what? And it sums up perfectly. So, sort of what you were saying <laughs> in a shorter sort of sentence. I love that shit. Um, the... Yeah, the argument is John going like, yeah, there is a punishment for trees and it's death and they're dead. Yeah. And so we can we can let the others fight. We need everyone. Sure. And Sansa's like, okay, but... They died on the field of battle fighting against us. Yeah. There's no real punishment. And, like, their family is their family. There are other families that were all loyal. We got this crazy world where houses and families are important. Mm. So, you know... And then John basically goes, look, fuck off, <laughs> yeah. and I'm the king, yeah. so shut up. And obviously his point is that by allowing the, the heirs of those houses to retain control of those castles, 
they will be loyal to John. Yeah. And it's a fair point as well. Yeah. I think he's I'm coming from the right place here, and I get what Sansa's saying, but the difference in point of view is John doesn't give a shit about internal politics. Yeah. here comes this army of the dead. And Sansa's talking from, well, from the Starky Winterfelly point of view, mm. maybe that would be the best thing to do. And, and long term. Probably yeah. you'd be like, okay, this family will never fuck up again, yeah, and this family will stay loyal. So, and, and but in the long term as well, maybe every it makes people pretty fucking loyal if you beat an army of the zombies, yeah, to in front of them. Yes. Um. So anyway, there's this little kid, Ned Umber. Oh yeah, and like Sally Carstark. <laughs> I can't remember her name. <laughs> yeah. Um. And they swear loyalty and everything, and everyone seems pretty happy with it. Yeah. So it's all good. I Honestly, both options are right. Yeah. <laughs> like... I think from just in the immediate, it's like, fuck politics. Mm-hmm. We need an army, and we need this dragon glass. Dra- dragon glass. Dragon glass. Yes. Uh, also, uh, Liana, mm. Bear Island, Liana. Liana Mormont. Yes. Is cool again. Yeah, They're she's like... like I'm going to fucking fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think oh, other young girls don't want to fight? I will be training every boy and every girl on Bear Island. Yeah, she's and, great. Uh, Lord Glover, you can sit the fuck down. Fuck off, Glover. Uh, and he's and he does sit the fuck down and uh, listens. So Sansa and uh, oh yeah, Littlefinger's like leaning against the wall still, <laughs> flipping a coin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, during all of the uh, the argument, he's like, <laughs> they cut to him like five times. Yeah. <laughs> And like, oh, troubles are brewing and I might be able to make my move. Mm. So later on, um, Sansa and John are walking around. Yep. Uh, around the battlements. And John's like, look, disagree with me. Fine. Don't do it in front of people, mm. though. We can have those conversations off to the side. Yeah. But it makes me look like a piece of shit if you're arguing with me. And she's like, well, what are you, fucking Joffrey over here? Mm. You can't, we can't have differing opinions. And John's like, dude, that is way too far. How am I Joffrey? Do you think I'm Joffrey? And she's like, no. But, come on. And he's like, don't undermine me, which is a pretty... I don't like that from him. Because she wasn't undermining him, really. Mm. But they should have had that conversation backstage. Yeah, it was was the method with which she did it, not the actual thing. Yeah, Like, if she had gone like, don't you think that... Or I would advise that, but then accepted his decision. Then yeah. sure, but it was the it was the couple of bits too far. Which honestly is evidence of Littlefinger working. Yeah, you right. know he has planted seeds in her head that she deserves to be having an equal or louder voice than John. Yeah, and circumstances currently dictate that she shouldn't. It's not because she's a woman, or because she doesn't have a right to, or because she's not smart or experienced. It's mm. just because. The tradition has dictated, and the circumstances have dictated, John's in control now. Everyone threw their swords in the air, yep. dangerously, yep. <laughs> and yelled, King in the North. Yes. Uh, and it might just be because that sounds cooler than mm. Queen in the North. Actually, no, it doesn't. They sound no, the it's same. about the same, yeah. Um, it's just that world. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, it Alice Carstark, sorry. Alice Carstark. Yeah. It doesn't make her any less sort of like of what she is. Like, she's still in power basically when she's gotten tougher and tougher over the years yeah and this is her just having that new attitude mm. uh, and it's little finger pushing it one tick over into yeah. trouble yeah uh so yeah they have that argument um oh and then the raven comes 
yeah, the Ravens there. Maester Walken oh. uh, is apparently his name. New, new guy. Says, look at this. There's a bloody raven here, <laughs> and it's uh, from Queen Cersei. So this is them learning about Queen Cersei, I guess. Yes. And she wants John to come to the sit- to the Red Keep, bend the knee, mm-hmm. and say, I'm a little piece of shit. <laughs> yes. You're the best. Yep. Please uh, let me live. And yeah. she will not. No. So they're like, well, that's dumb. We're not going there. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> There's no way. But that's crazy that Cersei's queen. Mm. And um, John's like, okay, who gives a shit? We don't have time to think about that. And Sansa's like, she will come up here and kill us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck off. It's winter. We'll be fine. Yeah. You don't understand her. She's nuts. Mm-hmm. She'll do it. She's killed. She's killed everyone who's ever crossed her. Yeah, and literally. <laughs> probably right about that. Yeah. So then I think we go over to the Red Keep, mm-hmm. and there's Cersei standing on this fucking dumbass metaphor she's had commissioned, yes. walking around on this uh, wet paint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, he's painting real slow, so that must have been days ago that that part was. Painted. No, there's footprints of like wet paint everywhere. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> this dude's painting Westeros and Cersei's standing on it. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and um, Jamie- it's, it's like cutting to Littlefinger five times. We're getting beaten over the head with yeah. the subtleties here. Totally. Yeah. Wearing a big black dress looking evil. Yep. Jamie comes in and he's like, oh, motherfucker, <laughs> what are you getting this painted for? And she's like, it's, it's the shit that I want. Yeah. This is the shit that we were, that we're going to get. Mm-hmm. And, um, what what are the things that he like looks weird and she's like, what's the problem? Yeah. What are you fucking yeah. afraid of me? Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, little. Mm. Should I be? Mm. She's like, nah, motherfucker. Mm. We're going to create a, Len- a Lannister legacy. Yes. And he's like, for fucking who? Yeah. We haven't even talked about this yet. Tommen's dead. He killed himself. She sprints over to the wine bottle. Yeah. As well. Or the wine jug. Races over there and she's like, yeah, well, he betrayed me. Oh, that's oh man! Like this is the yeah. I guess the, we haven't talked about Tommen since, yeah. and her response being he betrayed me, and you know, and I'm implying he deserved it. Yeah, is insane. Yeah, she's gone insane. She's mental. Yep, crazy queen. Mm. Last time there was a crazy ruler, they blew up the break keep. Yeah, fucking thing. I wanted to, and <laughs> now she did it. Yeah, and that she she's the crazy <coughs> queen. She's yeah. the mad queen. She's mad as shit, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, they, you remember what happened to last time to the mad ruler? Damn, he fucking put a sword in his back. He, he's right there and he's going, oh, Queenslayer. shit. Queenslayer. King and Queenslayer. Um, uh, 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 am I having deja vu right now? Dude, it's like history's repeating right in front of me. Mm. Anyway, and she's like, I'm the queen of the seven kingdoms. I can do it. She, he's like, fucking, you got three, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Because these people hate us in the south. The fucking uh, Ilaria Sand hates us. Yeah, all of Dawn. Yeah, they're, they're not on board. Dawn's fucked off. High Garden. Fucking, you think Olena is happy with us? Fuck no. No. Winterfell, Jon Snow and all that shit. They've hated us forever. Mm. Everyone's mad about uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hates Raymond. Correct. So, yeah, it's um, they're in a fucked situation. But she's like, eh, we'll deal with it. We got armies. We got, we got, I got tricks up my sleeve. And Jamie's she- like, we need fucking allies. Yeah. What allies do we have? And cut to big fucking Greyjoy ships 
floating on yep. the water <laughs> <laughs> with that theme playing. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. So, like this real oh, evil thing. <laughs> So that cut as well mm. is not something that would have happened in season one or two or three or four or five, probably. That is uh, more of a silly, dumb action movie kind of cut than yeah. a well-written, clever, oh, that's right kind of cut. The third act stuff is big, over-the-top action movie shit. Yep. That, that's what this show is from here on, basically. Seems like it. I mean, it, it is this season. Yeah. 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 Get on board or jump off, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yep. And I'm just going to put my brain, switch it into lethal weapon mode sure. and just enjoy the ride as yep. much as I can. Um, so, yeah, you're on Greyjoys here. And Jamie, again, is like, you brought fucking Greyjoys here? They're crazy. They steal shit. They kill everyone. What's wrong with yeah, you? They have no honor. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but they, she, he needs something from me. He's like, what the fuck could he... And she's like, pussy. <laughs> yeah. He wants he wants pussy. Yeah. He's a pussy hound. He's a pussy hound. <laughs> Look at his weird stance. <laughs> that is a man who loves some pussy. Yeah. And yeah. he comes into the royal room He's fucking standing crazy. He's ready for a royal rumble. His head is leaning over he's to the side. He's lopsided. He's bloody squatting. Fucking he's- Goran over here. <laughs> yes. Fucking Detective Goran. Yes. Anyway, he's like pretending to be a fucking lead singer of some bullshit band. Yep. He's like, uh, well, I'm cool. <laughs> I have a Norwegian accent, despite yeah. my, you know, my sister and brother being, or my nephew and niece being English. I, I think they're like kind of. I guess this is. Some part of Ireland is I'm, meant to be. Who knows? I've been at sea for a very long time. Yeah. So he's um, Jamie's real standoffish with him, mm-hmm. and he's standoffish with Jamie too. Like throwing unnecessary jabs at Jamie. Like I'm here. Both my hands are normal. Yeah. Like you motherfucker, that's you come into my house. Real obvious. And like insult my lack of hand. Yeah. I got I got a gold hand, motherfucker. Mm. That's mm. way cooler. Yeah. Anyway, they're talking about like how can we trust you? You were part of the fucking initial rebellion. Mm. You were the first people who struck. Yep. Um after, with all Robert's shit. He's like, man, we're crooks. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. what we do. Yep. But it, I'm glad that happened because otherwise I, I got to see you fight and you were great. And he's like, yep. I was killing your people. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, it's crowded. It's, yeah. And then I got to go sail the seas and everything. So <laughs> go c- completely insane. Yeah, I so, got to go uh, mental overseas. I'm happy. I'm it, happy with that. Pretty cool of me. Yeah. How old am I? <laughs> yeah, a lot older than I look. Mm. It's implied, I guess. Mm. Yeah, because he looks about fucking thirty-five. Yeah, I'd say that. And the man's fifty, surely. Yeah. Well, his brother looked bloody sixty-five, seventy at yeah. least. So yeah, not so. Anyway, um, at some point he's like. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's like, that's fair. You're fair not to trust me. I wouldn't trust myself. Uh, to prove that I'm on board with you guys, I'll give you a gift. Yeah. And when I've got that gift, Because he come says, back. like, I'm going to marry, I want to marry Cersei. Mm. And, uh, like, ever since I was a young boy, I dreamed of marrying the most beautiful woman yeah. in the world. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Miss Sandy's taken. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... He yeah he says I'm gonna go get you a gift yes to prove that I'm trustworthy because she's mm. like you're not trustworthy, which fair and she 
like has been brushing off Jamie's advice, mm. but repeats what Jamie said earlier to him. Like you're trustworthy, you're pillagers. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So she is listening. Yeah. So I think that helps him a bit. I think also that Cersei was always going to use Euron. Exactly. Uh, it's just getting a gift is a bonus. <laughs> yeah. she's What she's doing here is like a Euron test. Yeah. yeah. She's got to test that Euron. Totally. Make sure that that Euron is free of any sort of... Pollutants. Pollutants. Um, toxicity. Just got to test that Euron before you taste that Euron. Uh, even if it is toxic, it's good to get it on paper just to for find sure. out for sure. So uh, I think that is then when we go back over to Arya. Because this, right. this is all a little out of order, so I don't actually remember the specific order in which the show happens, but we'll do this Arya bit now. Yeah. Um, Arya's riding through the woods. Mm-hmm. Well, she hears a beautiful little songbird <laughs> having a... Oh, who's that singing? <laughs> and then she looks into the camera and says, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> it's a nightmare that he's in this episode. Yeah, it really is. I hate it so much. It's so bad. No one liked it. No. No it's, one it's liked it. It's fucking crazy. Literally no one I've spoken to liked it. Maisie Williams liked it. That's oh, why she's in there. Okay. That's why he's in there. I mean, it was right. like a gift from the showrunners to her, basically. Okay. Nice. Do it off camera, cunts. Yeah, just it's, meet, do a meet and greet. It's so distracting that he's, he's in this fucking show. He's constantly in the scene as well. It's bizarre. And he's terrible in it. He's bad. And he looks weird. He's beaming at the here. camera like yeah. a moron. Holding up his fucking latest album. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, that's uh, one of my new cuts. The <laughs> other guy in the scene, one of the other guys, is the kid from This Is England. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's that other kid. Yeah. Anyway, so she comes across these Lannister soldiers, one of whom is the venerated musician Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yes, and so many top one, top one, <laughs> so many top ones, so many top ten hits, um, top one zeros. And he's like, "Girl, come over here. Your body is a wonderland." I don't know his songs particularly well. Yeah, and she's like, she says, "Oh, that's a great song. I haven't heard that one before." Yeah, and he says, "Oh yeah, it's a new one." <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Oh, uh, it's awful. Anyway. Uh, she sits down with these Lannisters and invite her over to eat something. And this scene does a terrible job of saying the Lannisters are human beings too. These yeah. soldiers, like she's talking to them and one of them's like, well, my mother always told me. And she's like, these guys have mothers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Children? Yeah. Well, they're, they're just people as well. It's fucking shit. And one of them's like, oh, I've got a baby. but I've just had a baby. And she's like, oh, what gender is the baby? He's like, well, I don't know. I mean, uh, soldiers don't get to get bloody ravens from... Ravens? Ravens from they don't the big dogs. Ravens. Here, we're giving you some food. We're generous. Oh, it's just... And yeah. I, I did not like this scene at it's all. It's first draft stuff, yeah. right? Like every line is the first draft of, of what that was meant to be. It's ridiculous. Uh, and then at the end, they're like, so what are you doing out here on the road? What's mm. what's a young girl on her own? And she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to Red. Um, what's it called? <laughs> what's the actual play? King's Landing. <laughs> yes. I'm going to King's Landing. I'm going to kill the queen. Yeah. And they look tense for a second. And then they all burst out laughing. <laughs> she must be joking. You surely can't be serious. Oh, did not like that um, particular scene. Yeah. But whatever. It was kind of... It was kind of breezy and lighthearted. Like, it wasn't too annoying. But it felt like it was fucking hitting you on the head with a mallet about what it was trying to convey with all the like, oh, I guess the Lannister soldiers are getting affected by this. They're just regular people. Yeah. It's not not a good scene. It's not well done. But it, it, uh, I think just because it was a fun, lighthearted scene, I didn't get too pissed off. Sure. I don't mind the 
idea of it, I just think, as is the case with a bit of stuff that happens from here on out in the show, mm. it's just underwritten. Yeah. Or yeah. like, yeah. Yep. I think that's, yeah. So anyway, um, back in Winterfell, Brienne is training with Podrick. Yes. Smacking him into the ground. Just beating the shit out of him, being mm-hmm. like, nah, wrong, dickhead, nah, yep. you fucked it. And uh, here comes bloody... Um, Tormund Tormund Because John earlier has told Tormund Hey can you take a bunch of the wildling people of Free Folk yes. Over to Eastwatch by the sea That's the castle where they're going to attack Yeah Because they went at hard home That's on the coast They'll probably be coming down there So yep. And Tormund's so, like Yep I don't mind Yeah That little bit in that meeting is weird as well Because he's like Now Tormund And Tormund like stands up And he's like Well yes I'm here to uh, answer any questions yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. like You get uh, Eastwatch by the sea He's like Well I guess we're the Night's Watch now and sits back down again. Uh, it's like the end of a fucking episode of Transformers or something. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. guess we're the something now. And everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. And it zooms out and it ends. Yeah. But then he has to just sit back down again and the meeting continues. Yeah. So Tormund's there um, just fucking giving Brienne some eyes. Yeah. He's into her. He is. He I've loves picked her. up on this. Remember when he said he'd fucked a bear? Yeah. That was weird. Anyway. He was just... He was... He might have fucked a bear. I don't know. I think he might have fucked a bear. <laughs> yeah. At some point. Anyway, He's, now he wants to fuck Brienne. He should do a, 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 a an Ursine test. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> do you reckon bears have STIs? Koala uh, bears do. They've got yes. chlamydia. So probably then. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Don't fuck a koala. Uh, and without using protection. Yes. So, yes. That's, yeah. yeah. With the claws, put little polystyrene foam <laughs> yeah. things on its claws so yeah. it can't scratch you up. Unless you're into that. Anyway, um, yeah, they're having a fight. Tormund's he, like, he's into Brienne. Yeah, he's into Brienne, and he's like, "Well, you are a lucky man, Podrick. He's covered <laughs> yes. in fucking snow, and he's on the ground." Um, but yeah, I guess that's what it would be like being attacked by a bear. Oh shit! So Littlefinger and. Sansa are up on the deck above mm-hmm. having a little bit of a conversation. Littlefinger's like, remember what we fucking talked about? Mm. Remember, oh, that was pretty rude of John. Oh, I'm getting in your head. Blah, blah, blah. I want uh, to, and Sansa's like, I know exactly what you fucking want, yeah. motherfucker. Come on. <laughs> and then Brienne Come on, comes up the up the stairs and he's like, ah, and she's like, fuck off with your last word shit. <laughs> I'll assume you were going to say something clever. Yeah. Oh, cuts him. <laughs> Truly. He looks upset. Yeah. And he walks away and Brienne's like, be careful of that dude. And Sam's like, I fucking know. The guy's a worm. Yeah. You see him flipping that coin before? <laughs> He's a fucking punk. Yeah. I hate him. So, yeah, he doesn't... As much as Sansa's actions with like, hey, John, fuck off, seem to be like he, he, she's heard what he said about like, shouldn't mm. you be the real person here? Mm-hmm. Also, she clearly is keeping him at more than 10 arms lengths. Yes. Yeah. So she's fine. Um, do 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 do. Also, Cersei earlier in that uh, fucking thing mm. where they're talking is like, Dad taught us all this shit. By the way, yeah, we picked yeah. this all up from Dad. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Fine. No, you're right. Because Jamie's like, um, aren't you forgetting uh, something? And she's like, No, I learned from the best. Yeah, that dead guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, and they're also like, by the way, Tyrion is the hand of the queen now. You know that shit? That that yeah. your brother who you love and let go? Well, he's coming to kill us with a dragon queen. Yeah. So I hope you're fucking happy, mate. Where are they probably going to land? Oh, Dragonstone probably. It's down there. Yeah. It's where she 
her family's from. Stannis used to be there, but now like no one's there. It's empty. Yep. So makes sense. Good place to land. Totally. It's got dragon in the name. I don't remember it looking particularly cool when Stannis was there. No. I guess we never got an outside shot, really. Correct. Hopefully we get a few thousand of them later <laughs> in this episode. Um, anyway, Beric Dondarrion. Oh, yeah. Thoros of Myr. Yes. The Hound and several other Brotherhood Without <laughs> Banners people who yes. will never have names. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still fucking riding around somewhere. They're just having some fun. Are they going up to the wall? I don't Where know. Where are they going? Are they going to see John? They were going somewhere. They had something they were going to do. Yeah, because that's why the Hound was like, all right, I'll come with you. Yeah, it's... I think they may be going to the wall. Maybe, I can't yeah. remember. Um, anyway, they happen upon an abandoned farmhouse. Yes. Well, we... the Hound's like, oh, probably someone probably lives there. Well, yeah. We can't just barge in. <coughs> let's let's not go to this one. I don't want to go to this one. They're like, why? <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, no, no, no reason. It's probably, it's, people might come back. Who knows? It's the know? very same bloody farmhouse. That they had visited him and Arya, and mm. they stole from them as they left. And the Hound was like, "Ah, oh, they're gonna fucking die anyway in the winter. So what the yep. fuck? Who cares?" Took their bag of silver coins. Yeah, yeah. I think some food maybe, mm. and they fucked off on them. And so yeah, they're coming in here to rest. It's fucking snowing like shit. Yep. And they're lighting a fire and everything. There's a couple of bloody dead bodies right in the corner, mm. and it's spooky as hell. Yep. But they're like skeletons now. Yeah, little, little girl who died in her father's arms. Do you think it's probably just a random couple of people who walked into this place after the original people who yeah. lived here left and, and led happy lives? Man, the farmer and his daughter must have been pissed when these skeletons <laughs> walked in. It's <laughs> probably why they left. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's them. Yeah. Ham feels fucking guilty about this shit. Yeah. He doesn't show it at first, obviously. But they're all like, oh boy, yeah, that dad stabbed his daughter and then himself so that they didn't have to starve, starve to, death. to death. Yeah. And that sucks for them. Kind of the worst way to go out, surely. Oh, well, let's light a fire and go to sleep on the floor next to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, they, uh, def- they. So, in what order does this happen, actually? They, light, they have a fire, and then the hound looks in the fire, right? Yeah, that's the next. hound's like having a go at Beric as well. He's like, Yeah, that's right. I've known you for years, and, and like, I, I don't be- hate you. <laughs> I actually feel nothing about you. Yeah. You're kind of just this bland. Sort of superficial, underwritten character. You're just the most medium dude. Mm. How the fuck do you keep getting brought back to life? And his response is so medium. It's like, <laughs> well, I guess I don't know how to take that. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, you made no impact on me with that line. <laughs> He's always said it, though. He's always been like, yeah, I don't know why this is happening to me mm. and I'm nobody. Mm. But oh, yeah, hard to keep getting brought back. And uh, they have a little chat about that, and Thoris is like, "Come over and have a look at this fire, mm. and it'll like help you out a little bit." Yeah, the so, hound's like, "It's just fucking fire." What if? I mean, yeah, it's warm, and um, yeah, it's helping with my temperature, but and I'm terrified of it. <laughs> Trust fucking me to get stuck with a bunch of fire worshippers. Mm. Anyway, he Truly eventually gets cajoled. Ironic. It's an ironic moment. Yeah, for him, like he, rain on uh, your wedding day. Oh, I was going to say rain specifically. At a certain time. Well, yeah, yeah. Something that was like planned well in advance and would be ruined by the rain. Right. That's yeah. actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, p- p- uh, pass me a knife. Okay. And I will carve <clears throat> the word enjoyment into the wall <laughs> to prove that I enjoyed it. Do you have any knives or just heaps of spoons? I got heaps of spoons, baby. Damn it. <laughs> That's not what I needed. Um, so, yeah, they cajole him into going and having a look at the fucking yeah. uh, fire. But eventually he looks at it and he's like, well, 
I see zombies. <laughs> yes. This is crazy. I see the wall. I see zombies. I see an army of zombies and ice and winter and this is fucked. And a mountain shaped like an arrowhead. Yeah. That's another thing he says. Yeah. So, yeah, he's pretty freaked out. They all go to sleep. Thoris gets woken up by Did you talking about Mount Arrowhead? It can't be that. No. Mount Arrowhead is shaped like a mountain. <laughs> Where yeah. Every mountain is an arrowhead. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. They're all triangles. Yeah. It's everything's a triangle. They're very rarely circles. <laughs> no, I've never seen a round mountain <laughs> other than Mount Titty. <laughs> but, but that's even got a little bit up the top. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's that's not a perfect kind of circle. A small arrowhead. Um, anyway, the uh, yeah, Thoris wakes up because he hears someone digging. Mm. And he goes outside and the hound's digging a grave for those two bodies. He yep. feels guilty. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. He, says, he tries to say a little prayer. He's like, I don't remember the fucking Thoris words. helps him bury them. Yeah. He's like, I don't fucking remember the prayer. Yeah. I'm sorry that you're dead. You deserve better. Mm. And he seems to mean it. He feels guilty. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Good on him. He's yep. growing. I'm, of all the characters, I think his arc is probably the best executed over the course of the whole show. I He's think a, S- yeah. Sansa's arc gets rushed in places uh, and is probably too slow in other places. Sure. But I like it overall. I think his is... Is done the best. I agree. Um, yeah, he's a good actor too. I think. I think he's great. The yep. guy's being the hand. What's his name? Uh, Rory McCann. Rory. I was going to say Rodney. <laughs> That's close. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, speaking of people having arcs, the part of Sam's arc here, oh, yeah, is that he's doing menial work at the Citadel. Mm. What did he expect? Mm, yeah, he's going to swan in and be like, "Hey, I'm Harry Potter's friend, and I'm here to become a wizard." Yeah, exactly. Like he's, of course, he's doing this shit. He's like twenty something as well. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, this is what you'd be doing at this place. Yeah. So he's shoveling shit out of bedpans. Yeah. He's feeding people. He's putting away books. He's doing like the shitty jobs. Yes. Um. And it does like a pretty good montage. Like, it's a disgusting montage. It's, yeah, it is. It's really gross. It's repulsive, but yeah. like effectively repulsive, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all the watery shits and everything. Yeah. And he's like gagging all the time. Yeah. It's fucking gross. It's well done, I guess, because it, it is gross. Yeah. Um, the other job he has to do is like autopsies. Mm. Only with bloody Jim Broadbent. Yes. Here he is. Yeah. Ah, the final British actor from uh, to be included in Game of Thrones. Yeah, from Hot Fuzz. Which Rory thing I was in as yeah. well. Yes, exactly. And uh, The Wicker Man, I think, Jim Broadbent. He's in a million things. Is, uh, yeah. I like Jim Broadbent. Yeah, he's great. He's in Paddington. Oh, really? I can't remember. Anyway. He seems like someone who'd be in Paddington. Absolutely, he would. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, they're like digging out uh, organs of this dead guy. Liver, because he's like, oh, he's bloody drink. He's that's a drinker. A drinker's liver. He liver. A, he was a drinker. He's a drinker. And that's a thinker. And this body's a stinker. Oh. And I'm a winker. <laughs> and I'm going to tinker mm-hmm. with his blinker, pokes him in the eye. <laughs> yep. And I'm done. Uh, Would you like to eat a clinker? And Sam says, oh, they exist in this world. Oh, yellow. I thought this was just an Australian candy. (laughs) So Sam asks him like, hey, can I go into the restricted section (laughs) of the library and look at some of them pornos? I know that at this stage of the video game, I'm not allowed to access it. But if you say no, I'm probably going to have a stealth mission where I sneak into (laughs) it later. 
I'm clearly going to go into this place and uh, Jim Broadbent's like, fuck off, idiot. No, yeah. you're cleaning shit for ages. It's for maesters. You're not a maester. You're a you're a, a loser. We have a way we do stuff here. I believe that you saw what you saw. Yes. Because you're like obsessed with it. You are totally freaking out about it. <laughs> and like, that's weird, but it like is probably true. Mm-hmm. We kind of don't give a shit here, though, because we're, like, separate to the rest of the world. And history has told us, like, yeah, fucked stuff has happened, and the world has continued. We keep living. There was that long night. That was scary. There was yep. a Targaryen's coming. That was scary. Mm. There was a Targaryen's leaving, and that was also scary. <laughs> yes. All the insects started to die. <laughs> yep. That was scary. Mm-hmm. But we made it through all of it. We are here just to be, like, the world's memories. We're separate. Ignore it. Weigh this heart. Um, and he's kind of convincing Yeah Jimmy He's like yeah. Just settle down buddy mm-hmm. But Sam is um, re- he's, he's, he's got his, He's got his resolve Yes He's resolute He's resolute <laughs> And so uh, Yeah Sam at night Steals a bunch of keys That'll just left next to a sleeping guy Yep Who's Sick Well I think He's cleaning out his shit I think all of the old maesters wear all the keys around them. Mm. He's must have just taken them off to sleep. I guess so. Anyway, he gets the keys really easily. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's goes, an early mission, okay? It's not one of the harder sure. ones. He goes into the um, sealed section yes. of the library. <laughs> yep. And just starts randomly taking books. Like, he picks up the first book he sees. Yeah. Starts shoving them into his bag. Yep. Takes a bunch of them fucking home. And uh, he's reading them there where him and Gilly and uh, his kid Sam are living. Mm -hmm. Sam's grown up too. Yes. That kid is like a toddler now. Yep. He's like four. Time is passing. Time is passing in this show. And the bugs are dying. Um, And Gilly's like, go to fucking sleep, idiot. You look (laughs) exhausted. And he's like, nah, I got to read. I got to read this book. And Mm -hmm. hopefully within the next three pages, there's a huge piece of information. (laughs) Yes. And he turns the pages a couple of times. There's a picture of that knife. Yep. That we've seen, the one that they tried to kill Bran with. Yep. And uh, so it's Littlefinger's knife, I'm pretty sure. Yes, it was. Is, yeah. Does he have it still? I don't know. I don't remember who has it now. Anyway, because um, Tyrion had it at some point, because they thought it was Tyrion's knife. Yeah. I don't remember where that knife is now. But that was ages ago because that was when, like, Catelyn was taking... T- that was why Catelyn was taking Tyrion down. Yeah, friggin- and didn't Ned have it for a while? But then Littlefinger, like, held it up to Ned's throat. Was it that one? Yeah, right. I think it's that knife. That knife's been around. Maybe anyway, Littlefinger's got it back. There's a picture of this fucking knife in the book. Yes. And then uh, there's also a picture. It's all fucking pictures, luckily, because mm. it helps the viewer see it. Yeah, you don't have to zoom in so close. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> or have Sam just fucking read out yes. what it says. But uh, there's dragon glass in a big underground mountain, uh, otherwise known as a cave. Yes. I guess. The reverse mountain. In um, Dragonstone. In Dragonstone. Dragonstone. Yeah. So Sam's like, I'm going to write my friend John. <laughs> yep. So he starts writing John a letter about the dragon glass. Uh, so yeah, Sam goes back um, to the thingo, to his work, mm-hmm. and he's handing out meals to like. The locked away sick patients. Yes. Very dangerous one. It seems like the cells are a bit stinky. Mm-hmm. Sam seems grossed out by them as well. Yes. And uh, he goes to take a bowl away and a big fucking hand reaches out at yeah. him. Yeah. 
Oh, that spooked me. Gross hand, like a gross zombie or a sick or a creature or something. Yeah. Covered in something. But then gross. a voice comes through the little food hatch. Mm. It doesn't sound like no zombie. No. It sounds like a man I've heard a million times. One million times. <laughs> yeah. Old bloody Jorah... Jorah Cuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> Jorah Mormont. Yeah, Jorah Mormont. That's it. <laughs> He's like, has she come yet? <laughs> the Dragon Queen. <laughs> Look at my crazy arm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't need to reach out <laughs> suddenly and grab at you, but... That would be funny. I guess the tone of this show has changed. Gotcha. <laughs> Tricked you for no reason. Yeah. I could have just said. Mm-hmm. Could have just asked you through the but hatch. It is kind of fun to fool with you, Sam, you idiot. I've got nothing to do in here. Mm. Anyways, like, as the Dragon Queen showed up, and Sam's like, not that I've heard of. He's like, ah, fuck. Well, I hope it's... So, and so, then it cuts. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, he turns to profile shot of him as well. You're yeah. like, oh, Jorah's face. Yeah. And then, yeah, boom, here's Daenerys rowing on a rowboat. Yep. It's Daenerys. Varys. Varys. Tyrion. Yep. Uh, Grey Worm. Grey Worm. Missandei. All the yep. main ones. All the main ones. Uh, Yara and Theon, I guess, are just on the ship still. Yeah, yeah. They're all swimming into Dragonstone. Not swimming. They're, <laughs> they're all say, swimming. Rowing into Dragonstone. No, you said swimming and they're swimming. <laughs> and this is her. She's in Westeros. Yeah. She fucking steps onto that beach, picks up some sand. Yep. It's like, holy shit, that she sand is tries, Westeros. tries to eat it. It's like, no, no, no. It's not It's not like upside down <laughs> world where sand is food and food is a beach. They're all wearing wildly different clothing. Mm. They're packed for winter, I guess. Yes. Makes sense. Yep. They're having to rug up a little bit more than they have done. Mm. Um, that yeah. was what I... Th- my first reaction to that scene was like, oh, she's all rugged up. I've never yeah. seen her all rugged up before. Same, yeah. Miss Andy, I've never seen without a midriff. Yes. And then yeah. she's wearing this big fucking, like, scary kind of dark clothes. Mm. And you're like, oh, cool business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. They're here for a reason. Yes. And they walk extremely slowly up <laughs> Dragonstone. Yes. All these big sweeping shots. And it's like, it is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's I like, holy it's cool. shit, Daenerys. After six fucking seasons, yep. it's been 60 hours of television show mm. and she is in Westeros like she wanted to be the whole time. Because did we, there's a, was previously on stuff, mm. of, like obviously before the episode started. Yeah. I, it must have been in that. It wasn't like a flashback or anything, was it? Where we see Viserys. Viserys, if you torrented the episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it starts with the HBO flashback thing. You see Viserys being like, I'm going to take over Westeros or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so pretty cool that she's in cool. Westeros. Yeah. And they walk up through Dragonstone. She yanks down a Baratheon banner. Yep. She's like, fuck off. I'm back. You're dead. I'm a Targaryen, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. We're here again. Yeah. And like, it's, it's fucking crazy it's, to see. It's insane. It looks cool. I think Dragonstone yeah. looks better than King's Landing. Totally. That <laughs> like awesome. throne with yeah. the shard of rock is really sick. It's so cool. Yeah. And it turns out that was right next to the like little war room. <laughs> yes. Which is the only thing we ever really saw of Dragonstone other than like where Thingo was locked away. The yeah. Kid. And, and like a couple of uh, Melis- where Melisandre was sleeping and stuff. Those like weird vats. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're still there, I guess, probably. Yeah, I got to clean those out. Weird. That'd be so fucking strange to walk into like, oh, I'm home. Oh, no. <laughs> a Frankenstein was here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's walking around. They're all like, everyone appreciates that it's a fucking moment here. Yeah. She doesn't sit on the throne or oh, anything. Except Grey Worm. Grey Worm's like yeah. trying to stroll through and Missandei's like, hey, just st- hang back for a yeah. bit. Turn, turn your phone on silent. <laughs> yes. Shut up. 
Um, she doesn't sit down on the throne or anything. Yeah. She goes into the into the little war room thing. Antechamber. Oh, really? <laughs> I Is hate that them. What they're called. <laughs> um, there's that fucking table. Yep. They always used to stand around. It's Stannis and Stannis and <laughs> Stannis. Mel- Melisandre <laughs> fucked on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They gotta wash that fucking table, dude. Yeah, there's but, um, a lot of stuff has to be cleaned in this this th- castle. This place is a lot grosser than you'd actually think. Yeah. You're lucky they didn't spend any time on in the throne room. Yes, because they kind of fuck the place up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, she's in there. They're walking through. They're having a look at the wall. She's touching Westeros map. Yep, and um, mirroring. Cersei's uh-huh. earlier scene. It does a little bit. Yeah. It does a little bit. Mm. And it is the coolest part of this season, I think, is seeing them come over here yeah. and interact with the other characters. Totally. Absolutely it is, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, she like. And then it's also the worst aspect of this season. Well, I, I, I like that aspect of this season. I like that aspect. Well, actually, yeah, I guess... Because like I'm thinking of like the the dumb little missions where they go and it doesn't make sense and there's yeah. no justification where that is them banding together, but... You're right, like the actual the dialogue between these characters and then the, the way that they bounce off each other is kind of the best The fact stuff. that it's almost felt like two separate shows happening at the same time, the whole time. Yeah. And then Avengers style, they kind of all meet up mm. now. It's kind of cool. It works. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, she like stands at the end of the table and she's just like, well, shall we shag now? <laughs> and yeah. She, yeah, it's like, what does she say? So, like, we like, we better get started. Should we start? It's time yeah. to start. Should we get started? Yeah. Should we get, like that. yeah. Shall we begin? Shall we begin? Uh, yeah, it's more. That's more. She's all business, and there they there they are. They're in fucking Westeros. Yeah, they're ready to go. And then, ironically, again, it's the end of the episode. That's it. Shall we begin? Actually, signifies sh- they meant shall we end? It's crazy that they fucked up that writing. Oh, yeah, I tell you, the writing is getting so <laughs> bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, cool episode. Yeah, little patches that are like dumb, but it's nice to just the the sense with this whole season mm. of momentum of them fucking yes. r- approaching an end, yeah, and just the craziness of oh this is wrapping up, yeah, during this season I think is really cool. Yes, I agree. I think all of that stuff is is done well. It weirdly feels like a sequel. This season, right? it almost feels like a season nine of... No, that's not fair. I was going to say season nine of Scrubs, but it feels like a, a different separate thing that is coming afterwards that is the sequel. Does that make sense? I It, it certainly feels different mm. in a way that also feels like it's on purpose. Yeah. I get, um, yeah. Which is hard to sort of... Because I don't think there's a precedent for that. Yeah. Like season nine of Scrubs was like... The worst possible justification for it of yeah. like some people wanted to get paid, some other people left the show, a lot of people changed, like the crew and, and writers and stuff were yeah. gone and, and they just sort of tacked it on at the end. But this is like maybe a good version of it. What's one of those shows that came back after years, like Will and Grace or something? I haven't really seen any of them. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yes. Or like a foot full of house or yeah, Roseanne yeah, yeah. Yeah, did exactly. it as well. It, it feels, and it, there wasn't the big time gap or anything like that. Yeah. But in, for me, for whatever reason, the, t- the the feeling of one through six and then seven and I'm assuming eight, mm. seven and, again, I'm assuming eight, feel almost like a sequel to Game of Thrones. Does that make sense? Maybe it's because there's no books now. Could be. That could be, I mean, that could be the difference. 
Yeah. And a lot of people have pointed to that for the tonal difference and sort of like the, the dialogue getting worse. Yeah. It's like, well, they, they can't take it from this novel <laughs> that was written, yeah. you know, over years and... All the shit that actually getting some sense of resolution is strange from this show as mm. well, I guess, is part of it. Yeah. That all this stuff that's been hinted at and built up towards and obviously the direction that everything's going, that stuff actually happening is yes. kind of crazy. It's yes. like a little surreal. Because it's they've always sort of pulled off the big narrative twists within the show mm. and it kind of, I think, has given everyone faith that they'll be able to do it at the end as well. Yeah. And there's certainly signs... Now that they will. <laughs> but the whole show has been them subverting expectations. That's yes. been the thing of the show, right? Yeah. Like fucking Rob dying, all every one of those sort of steps, yeah. Ned dying initially, all yep. that kind of stuff is surprising because it's, it's not the natural direction you'd expect something like this to go. Yes. And then this season does go in kind of the direction you would expect it to go. Yep. So maybe that's why it feels a bit different. Either way... It is different, mm. not necessarily terrible, mm-hmm. just odd. It yeah, does feel a little yeah. odd Yeah, this whole season. Yeah. It feels like they've switched genres mm. and not from fantasy, but like, you know, from drama to action or something. Yeah. Even though there's not much more action, it's just like the way the dialogue scenes are delivered, it's like scenes between car chases or something. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And everything, yeah. Anyway... I, I did, like, Sansa going, like, I bet you had something clever to say or whatever. Like, there's bits and pieces that are still... Mm. It's it's still a good show. I'll read this uh, this question uh, to sort of wrap up that discussion because it kind of is that. Mm. Uh, Shane uh, sent in, Hey, guys, in the most recent podcast, uh, <laughs> which would now be several weeks ago, I'm sure, uh, Ben said he doesn't expect the series will end well, as in artistically well. Adam mostly seemed to agree there was sympathy for those riders in the driver's seat faced with that task. I mostly agree, although I hope to be proven wrong, as we both do as well. But it raised the question, has there ever been a TV series which has had a truly great finale? Is it even possible to live up to the promise of the first few seasons in any long-running TV series? When you're dealing with a decades-long media project with thousands of staff, dozens of actors who began to inhabit their roles, dozens of writers who probably come and go as the series moves on. I can't really think of any. And it often feels like you're relieved if a great series has a mostly fine finale, mm. i.e. Breaking Bad is what the Shane cites, or a really patchy last season that still has great moments, i.e. The Wire, which, yeah, is I reckon is fair. Mm. Even sitcoms, which are less narratively constrained, tend to come off the rails towards the end. Uh, he says, I guess that's my question. Is there any long-running TV series you think has ended well, uh, ended true to itself, and will be the same kind of thing you'd like to see with Game of Thrones? I think Breaking Bad ends well. Me too. I think the only thing that's unsatisfying about it is that it's an ending of something. I think yeah. endings are naturally unsatisfying yeah. because they're never going to have a question mark at them anymore, Yeah, which is part of the enjoyment of any show. Totally. It's what's going to happen next. And, and so when that enjoyment is gone... that's Breaking Bad epitomizes the what's going to happen next of the past 20 years of good dra- dramatic TV. Yeah. And you can only run on adrenaline... While the show exists, yeah. <laughs> while the show ends, the adrenaline's gone. There's that thing of like the definition of like a tragedy, or but this is like kind of the like ancient Greek version of like there's tragedy or comedy. Yeah. And tragedy is you know the ending and the ending exists because these characters have such innate flaws that it can only end one way. Yeah, and yeah. And Breaking Bad is that, where yeah. everything happens exactly as it 
probably should, mm. or at least with Walt and whatever. But like, yeah. it works for me. I like Breaking Bad. I thought it was a great ending. Um, my my show that I hold up as a show that I loved every episode of every season, including all the way to the end, is Boardwalk Empire. Right. The, the Scorsese created Buscemi nineteen. Uh, 19- 20s prohibition era yeah. sort of crime drama it's perfect it's perfect from start to finish and the ending is is exactly that it's a tragedy in in the classic sense of the word and it's, yeah. it's very well done i got bored during the second season it got a little slow for me it uh yeah i can see that it i probably should give it another go one day i mean yeah it's such a good cast they they all get better as it goes on and mm. yeah two is probably for me, like an 8 out of 10 when the rest is like a 10 out of 10. It's hard with shows in particular. Like, there are a bunch of movies and shit that have great endings. Yes. But that's easier to do, obviously. Or yeah. not easy, but it's... No, it's easy. You get more emotionally invested in a show over a longer period of time, so I think it's impossible to be satisfying at the yeah. end. Because Seinfeld ta- had a shitty ending. Every ending, though, is, of a TV show isn't giving something. It's not saying, here's the ending that you wanted. It's taking something away from you. Yes. Every yeah. time, however they end, yeah. however effective it is. Mm-hmm. So I think it's an unpleasant feeling of loss that you get at the end of any show. Totally. Because you're having a you know fucking routine broken or whatever. Like The Sopranos. I thought it, end- it was a good ending, mm. but people were annoyed because it ended. I exactly. Think it's, it's, I think that's, yeah. And it's not like, and then... Tony Soprano <laughs> went to became the best criminal who <laughs> yes. ever lived. It's like and they do the animal animal house like cutting to freeze frames of yeah. where they all are now. The, I think the only way to do it is to like have it lead into the first episode again, and it's an endless loop. Yeah. You fucking you, you. You know what? I actually I think Buffy and Angel ended both quite well. How did it, day. Oh, Angel ended in like a freeze frame of like, here we go again. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the world is ending yeah. and they get, like get into a fight that they know they can't win and they're like, all right, I guess we're all going to die in this fight. Yeah. And then they made like comic books that are technically season eight yeah, and onwards right. of each of them or whatever. So, yeah. Which I, I never really read. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, like, there's a lot of sitcoms. I think the thing of ending a sitcom by just going like, and then they turn the lights off in the set that you've looked at for years, and yeah. they walk away. Yeah, that's fine. Totally. I think Seinfeld. Like, it's I I I'm pretty sure the whole thing is like Larry David came back and helped write it and was like, let's just do something stupid. Yeah, and that's what it is. Let's <laughs> shit on the show a little bit. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is these characters are fuckwits. Yes, they always were unpleasant. Yeah, let's have an end unpleasantly for them. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Always Sunny will do an ending like that, probably, when it does. Totally, yeah. Um, you know what? The endings of um, Fargo oh, season yeah. one sure. and two, mm-hmm. didn't really like three, but uh, I thought they were both pretty great. They don't really count as... No, because now I'm thinking of other like single season shows that also have great endings because yeah. they're long movies. But True Detective season one kind of fucked the landing. Oh, you, I think, liked that less than I did. And I think most people were okay with it. All the fucking... It it didn't deliver on the setup that it Mm. had spent the season doing. Mm -hmm. Like, those kids making the little toys and shit. Yeah. And, like, it it was really weird that that stuff was in there. Yeah. Because it didn't factor into anything. And it ended up being like... And the murderer was just uh, the guy. Yeah. From, like, the same as it would be in a fucking... 
Texas Chainsaw. It was kind of a, a like fucking um, Midsummer Murders. Yeah, sure. You know, like the sure. guy from early on, he was the guy. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's fair. There are honestly, yeah, there are more there are more shows that don't end like narratively satisfyingly. Yeah. Eastbound and Down had oh, actually Vice Principals is a good one, but again, they wrote two seasons mm. ahead of time with the ending planned right. and just did that. Eastbound and Down, they got forced to keep making seasons because it was so successful. Right. I think I like most sitcom endings, honestly, because they usually yeah. just end with like, and then everyone just kind of ended up where they wanted to be. Yeah. They're usually yeah. quite happy. So yeah. you just go like, oh, nice. Yeah. Steve Carell's okay. <laughs> yes. Good for him. Yeah. Well, speaking of endings and them happening poorly. <laughs> I was I was doing Sopranos, like, cut to black. Oh. <laughs> but then the credits come in after, like, 30 seconds or something, so that's what I did. Uh, directed by Ben Vanell. <laughs> Holy shit, you directed The Sopranos? <laughs> yeah, yes. That show's fucking great. I know. Dude, could, let me ask you a question. I've always wanted to notice about The Sopranos. Okay, Was me. that real Gabagool <laughs> that they were using? Or was every, that like, every fucking thing, they really ate Gabagool. They, they were really, eating Gabagool the whole yeah, time. Yeah, they got real fat by the end of that Man, show. no wonder James Gardner think. Anyway, yes. um, rest in peace, James. Yes. And rest in peace... Listeners, until next week. Rest in peace, listeners. I, I just mean have a peaceful rest. Oh, okay. Sleep well. Is that what it means? And then next week we'll be back with uh, episode two of season seven. Yeah. Only uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, five six. Seven. Twelve episodes left to go. Yeah. Twelve to go. One dozen. A baker's dozen and then he ate a bun. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.